was hotter. Mike Ritter is works for uh, Keys Radio 660, and he's been just a tremendous resource, not just to us, but the whole state. You know, you get not every now, you know, oftentimes you lose uh, the individuals that can bring a story to you and, and cover it from a news perspective. We're really fortunate that Mike can, can we've got access to him uh, in the Williston area. Mike, good to have you back on news. I, I meant that compliment. I really did, Mike. Uh, th- thanks for bringing these stories or at least having somebody to talk to about them. Hey, I appreciate it, Joel, and happy to be here anytime you want me. Glad to be on. I want to talk to you about a press release I'm looking at and a statement from Williston Basin School District Number 7, um, where they're taking one of your state representatives, all of our state representatives, because the state's paying them, to task. Uh, Representative Dyke, tell me about this. Well, it kind of came, you know, I dropped out of the blue uh, after after Representative Dyke was in a committee hearing for a bill that he sponsored, and he made some, uh, frankly, wild accusations about Wilson teachers, um, accusing them of grooming students, uh, specifically saying they were um, promoting sterilization and mutilation as a, frankly, a bastardization of a, you know, an anti-trans sentiment from him, as well as accused Wilson High School students of assault. Um, so, and when I was on previously talking about the tumultuous relationship that the school district and the Williston Education Association had to bring those two entities together for this group statement really says a lot to how, how hard of a stance this is they take against Representative Dyke's comments. They do speak to this in their press release, uh, Mike. They do. They they talk about uh, the, the fact that he said educators are grooming our impressionable children to consider sterilization and mutilization. And then they go on to say, additionally, Representative Dyke made a statement about members of the Williston High School football team beating up a transgender student in the high school bathroom. And the the school district itself coming out and saying this is completely false and it's obviously damaging to Williston High School football program and to the character of the young men who participate on this team. It it seems to me that it's either true or not. And if it's not true, then why you know I I applaud the school district for not letting them get by with it. I mean, taking off a legislator isn't what any school district wants to do, but. I mean, have you in your reporting and in your conversations around town found there be to be any realm of truth to what he's saying? Uh, no, I mean, I I try to stay pretty pretty dialed in, and even you know, if someone comes to me with a story that hey, I can't corroborate, or they want to tell me off the record, there's been no whispers, even on the back end, of anything like this happening. And for these statements in the current culture and society, even whispers like this can destroy a young person's life if they're accused of uh, assaulting someone of, you know, uh, a a trans kid or a a kid that's LGBTQ. uh, That can absolutely destroy a kid's life, you know, regardless of the program. Has he spoken to you? Because obviously you've reached out to him. We have as well. Uh, you know, we've we sent an email saying, "Hey, would you come on?" And we're hoping that he accepts that. But has has Representative Dyke spoken out to you? Uh, no. And as far as far as I know, um, 
he hasn't hasn't made any comments uh, to any local media. Is there any talk about what his motivation is? Um, as far as as far as we kind of know, and you know, kind of reading the tea leaves, because there was also a statement put out by the District Twenty Three Republicans. This is you know part of their agenda as as they see it. They want to legislate control over the school district uh, to get their their agenda pushed through to have basically you know one of many anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans pieces of legislation as well as assert what they call parental control um, you know on the districts to have it their way or no way so what when I see this and I see the the school district push back and then you see that the it's district 23 am I right about that that correct that you see the district 23 Republicans they double down. I mean, they didn't just say, well, wait a second, maybe he misspoke or maybe you took it the wrong way or whatever. I mean, they doubled down to the point where these teachers are are basically being perceived to encourage mutilization and accusing the football team of, of you know, assaulting and, and quite cr- frankly being guilty of a crime when it isn't true. And by saying it isn't true – I would need evidence from him that it was, and it appears that he can't provide that. Yeah, I mean to say this is to say his statements were hyperbole is is a gross understatement of of the matters. I mean he's he's accused some Wilson youth of a hate crime, and to use that to go that far to push uh, a bill on the state legislative floor, um, and then for his own local party organization to stand behind it that it's almost unfathomable for them to go this far to push an agenda well it's we're going to keep pushing to get them on we are um and i'll make some comments you're in the business of providing all the facts i get to you know put forth some ideas of what some of this might be about but i got to tell you stay on this story because it hurts all of North Dakota. I mean, a story like this, it hurts all of us. So, Mike, I really appreciate you working it. Thanks, Joel. I appreciate it. You bet, Mike Ruder, ladies and gentlemen, from Keys Radio 660. Imagine a scenario where you're new to the repre- uh, the, the state house. You're there, and, and you've got a philosophy. You've got an idea ideology that is so narrow that you're just looking for ways – to take on an issue that you find repulsive, right? I mean, we, we went through that with uh, Senator Clemens, and his bill went down like a in a ton. I mean, it just went down. And then you've got bills here. And, and basically, the, your first indicator, ladies and gentlemen, for not caring one bit what North Dakota is seen as nationwide is C.F. Koppelman's on the bill. See if Ben Koppelman's on the bill or Jim Casper. And now there's another name that you've got to add to that, which is Representative Dyke. Um, See if these individuals' names are on that bill, because if they're on that bill, that's a huge red flag. That's a huge red flag because it's their own personal ideology, whether it be through religion, whether it be through that ultra-conservative nature, whatever, justification, I remember when Jim Casper was talking all about 
how we had to live up to a certain moral standard and uh and we pointed out that he he himself has it that maybe going to Antigua and taking all of the free money, free steaks, free lobster you can then coming back and pushing completely legitimizing and making gambling legal in the state wasn't exactly living up to the life you told us that we all need to live up to. Well, in this particular case, what you have, and, and for the rest of the, the state, not, you know, obviously the folks listening to us through keys, they, they know the story, but what you have is you have a school district in number eight that didn't have a high school, something I'm very familiar with growing up. Uh, Manador didn't have a high school. We went to Hankinson to high school. Okay, so you had a school district number eight that didn't have a high school, and they went to district one in Williston. District eight, very wealthy. Rural, oil, everything that goes with it. District one, very crowded. Got all the growth that comes with an oil patch, but you don't have the land. You don't have the property tax. You don't have some of the oil money that comes in because you're not going to walk out the door in district one and see an oil rig right in the middle of town. Right. So one was educating the high school students without as much money as they needed. The other was getting that education. And so I didn't hide the fact that I felt that District 1 and District 8 could could and should make the same district. Now, there's a lot of hitches in the giddy up to that. I, I get it. But it ended up being District 7 and it ended up happening through the vote of the people. There are folks still mad about that. And I have absolutely no doubt that Representative Dyke is one of those that is mad about it. And it'll make him incredibly popular if you look at where his district is with some of those ultra-conservatives in the rural area of District uh, 7, the former District 8. They lost the vote, but they don't like it. They don't like it. And and they want, and, and this, is, this is a minority, I have no doubt. But for Representative Dyke, you can use whatever moral tones you want to use to throw District 7, the new district, under the bus. And that's what he did here. Now, I did this for 14 years I had one of those jobs. If I would have got up in the morning and said at a committee hearing, I would have said, my home school district, in this case, District 7, my home school district's football team, beat a guy to the pulp in the high school bathroom. And there was no truth about it whatsoever. I cannot possibly imagine the reaction I would have gotten from that school district and from the county and from the area and from all school districts. I, I couldn't possibly imagine that. I, I couldn't imagine what would motivate someone to lie like that. And if he isn't lying, then he's going to have to address this. He's going to have to address it publicly. You can't just sit there and say, well, I'm new to this. I, I, apparently they record and they videotape these hearings. And you know what? You, you came with this firm ideology. And you accused teachers. You accused teachers of grooming impressionable children to consider sterilization and mutilization. That's a direct quote, a direct quote. 
Then you made a statement about members of the Williston High School football team beating up a transgender student in the high school bathroom. Now, the school district had to come out and say, this statement is completely false. It's damaging to the Williston High School football program and to the character of these young men who participate on this team. How proud are you of your young son of all the work he puts in? All the work he puts in. And I say son because I'll tell you what. I'll take a, a young daughter as, as a football player. If she can play, play. You know what? If you're the best one and you got the job, that's the way it's supposed to work. But how in the world can you look at that young man, that young boy, and say, well, your football team just got accused of, of beating a transgender student up in the bathroom? a violent hate crime in the bathroom and then find out it's not true. How do you vote for somebody like that? And, and what do you, the the Williston school district to come out and say and do what they did. Kudos to you for having the courage to do it because you knew politically you're going to pay a price for it. You might even know financially you're going to pay a price for it, but you stuck up for your kids. Way to go.